a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. I ask, has God rejected his people? By no means. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. So I ask, have they stumbled so as to fall? By no means. But through their trespass, salvation has come to the Gentiles, so as to make Israel jealous. Now if their trespass me means riches for the world, and if their failure means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their fu full inclusion mean? Lest you be wise in your own conceits, I want you to understand this mystery, brethren. A hardening has come upon part of Israel until the full number of the Gentiles come in, and so all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the Deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob, and this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. As regards the gospel, they are enemies of God, for your sake. But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. The Word of the Lord. The Lord will not abandon his people. Happy the man whom you teach, O Lord, whom you train by means of your law. To him you give peace in evil days. The Lord will not abandon his people, nor forsake those who are his own. For judgment shall again be just, and all true heart shall uphold it. If the Lord were not to help me, I would soon go down into the silence, when I think I have lost my foothold. Your mercy, Lord, holds me up.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. One Sabbath, when Jesus went to dine at the house of a ruler who belonged to the Pharisees, they were watching him. Now he told a parable to those who were invited, when he marked how they chose the places of honour, saying to them, When you are invited by anyone to a marriage feast, do not sit down in a place of honour, lest a more eminent man than you be invited by him. And he who invited you both will come and say to you, Give place to this man, and then you will begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit in the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, Friend, go up higher. Then you will be honoured in the presence of all who sit at table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. It's worth reading all of Romans chapter 11. We've heard a few short extracts today from different parts of the chapter in the first reading, but the bits that are in the middle make it make more sense. In Romans 11, St Paul explains his attitude to the Jewish people who have not received the Gospel. And his starting point actually comes toward the end of the chapter. The gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable, which is also, and not coincidentally, the name of an excellent document from the Vatican's Commission for Religious Relations with the Jews, which was published in 2015. And we might ask, how can Paul say this, that the gifts and calling of God are irrevocable, given some of the statements that we've heard about the law and about the Jews earlier this week in the same reading. He knows that the Jewish people have been called into an eternal covenant with God, a covenant which is written ultimately on the heart, as we hear in Jeremiah and Ezekiel, although the tablets of stone were indeed necessary for a time, as was the sacrificial system in the temple. And this covenant continues with the new Israel, which we call the Church. We celebrate the covenant in the blood of Christ, the incarnate Son of God. And we recall the words of Jesus saying that nothing at all will fall away from the law until all has been fulfilled. God does not reject his people, and Israel remains the chosen people but we believe that the Gentiles have been added to this chosen people. Jesus did not come to replace the Old Testament law with its customs and sacrifices, but rather to fulfill it. After all, how could he reject what is frequently described as a gift from God? In this chapter, in the part that we didn't read, St. Paul uses a gardening analogy to explain this a little. 
Now, I'm no gardener, so you'll have to forgive the summary. A world branch, he says, may be broken off one tree in order to graft it onto another. And these branches share in the richness of that tree. And all the branches, the original, the native ones, as it were, and the new ones that have been grafted, are dependent on the root. And those branches which were cut off can be grafted on again, and they can become what they were meant to be. So he says, our position within the chosen people is a cause for awe, not for pride. God is merciful, as we see with this analogy of grafting. And throughout the Old Testament, we see how he shows this mercy again and again, and not only to the Jewish people, but to the Gentiles. And so we, as the new Israel, are able to take on that Hebrew covenant, the memorial of the Passover and the sacrificial system that become the sacrifice of the Mass, the biblical books, the priesthood, the Messiah, who is the incarnate Son of God, all as the fulfillment of that covenant. And we can say with St. Paul at the end of chapter 11, O the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. And let us now place before the Lord our needs, and those of the Church and of all his people. We pray for the Jewish people as they celebrate Shabbat today. May they be faithful to the covenant and grow in faith and love of God. Lord, in your mercy, We pray for all people of faith. May we be powerful witnesses to the presence and action of God in our world. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for a moment for our own intentions. And let us commend these and all our prayers the intercession of our Blessed Lady, the Ark of the Covenant, as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, our King, remember the covenant of our fathers. Have mercy on us, and let your tender mercies come to meet us in our need. Be gracious to your people who proclaim the unity of your name, through Christ our Lord. Orate Fratres, ut mea max vestrum sacrificium, acceptable fiat apudeum patrem omnipotentem. Such a 
Suscipe Domine, munerativile tantero plata, in memoria beati virginis Mariae, cuius vita orationis et laudis nobis est disciplina. Et concede beninus, ut sicut ipsa, recte vivenda, sacrificium justitiae tibi offeramus, per Christum Dominum nostrum. Dominus Vobiscum, Sosum Sanctus es Domine, et merito te laudat omnis ad te condita creatura, quia per filium tuum Dominum nostrum, Jesum Christum, 
Spiritus Sancti Operante Virtute, vivificas et sanctificas universa. Et populum tibi congregare non decimis, ut assolisotu usque ad ocasum, oblatio munda offeratur nomini tuo. Supplices ergo te domine deprecamo, ut ec munera que tibi sacrande de tulimus, eodem spiritus sanctificare dinieris, ut corpus et sanguis fiant, filii tui, Domini nostri Iesu Christi, cuius mandato ec misteria celebramus. Ipse enim, in qua nocte tradibatur, accepit panem, et tibi gratias agens benedixit, fredit, deditque discipulis suis, dicens, actifite et manducate ex hoc omnes. Hoc est enim corpus meum, quod provobis radetum. Simili modo, postquam genatum est, accipiens calicem, et ibi gratias agens benedixit, deditque discipulis suis, dicens, accipite et bibite ex eo omnes, hic est enim calix sanguinis mei, novi et eterni testamenti, qui provobis et promutis effundetu, in remissionem peccatorum. Hoc facite in meam commemorationem. Mysterium Fidei Mortem tuam anunciamus Domine, et tuam resurrectione cofiteremus, Domnec venias. Memores iditu Domine, eustem filii tui salutifere passionis, nec non mirabilis resurrectionis et ascensionis in celum, Sedet presto lantes alterum eos adventum, offerimus tibi gratias referentes, hoc sacrificium vivum et santum. Respice quesumus in oblationem ecclesiae tue, et aniosens hostiam, cuius voluisti immolatione placari, concede ut qui corpore et sanguine filii tui reficimur, spiritu eos sancta repleti, Unum corpus et unus spiritus inveniamur in Christo. Ipse nos tibi perficiat munus eternum, ut cum electis tuis hereditatem consequivaliamus, in primis cum beatissima Virgine Dei Genitrice Maria, cum beato Iosef eus sponsor, cum beatis apostolis tuis et gloriosis martiribus, et omnibus sanctis, quorum intercessione perpetuo apute, confidimus adjuvari. Pei costia nostre reconciliationis proficiat quesmus Domine, a totius mundi pacem atque salutem.
Ecclesiam tuam peregrinantem in terra, in fide et caritate primari dinieris, cum famulo tuo Papa nostro Francisco, et Episcopo nostro declano, cum Episcopali ordine et universo clero, et omni populo acquisitionis tue. Votis suius familiae quam tibi astari voluisti, adesto propitius. Omnes filios tuos ubique dispersos, tibi clemens pater miseratus coniunge. Fratres nostros defunctos, et omnes qui tibi pacentes ex hoc seclo transierunt, in renium tuum benignus admitte, ubi fore speramus, ut simul gloria tua perenitas atiemu, per Christum Dominum nostrum, per quem mundo bona cumta plagiris. Et ipsum et cum ipsum et in ipsum, est ili Deo Patri Omnipotenti, in anitate Spiritus Sancti, omnis ano et gloria, per omnia secula secula, Precepis salutaribus maniti, et divina institutione formati, ademus dicere. Paternoster, qui es in genius, sanctitite tua nomen tuo, Secular, secular, Amen. 
Pax Domini sits and Pavotis go. Ecce Agnus Dei, Ecce Quitolit Peccata Mundi, Beati qui acenem anivo catisum. Domine, non sum dignus, ut intres sub tectum meum, sed tantum dic verbo, et sanabitur anima meum. Exemplo beate Virginis Mariae, pura tibi conversatione severe, te in fratribus presentem venerari, te cum ipsa sinceris magnificare laudibus, pe Christum Dominum nostro. Dominus Aviscum, Benedicat vos omnipotens Deus, Pater et Filius et Spiritus Sanctus. Amen. Amen. 